Hey, Granville Chapel youth, welcome to this special Lent 2020 podcast series that I'm calling 40 Days with Jesus. After teaching you about Lent and giving you a 40-day Bible reading plan, I really got into it, and I felt inspired to share some of my thoughts with you during the season. So, whether you're waking up early to read your Bible or fitting it into another part of your day, I hope that our Father God is filling you with His love, His joy, and His peace as you consider the meaning of Easter, the meaning of Jesus' amazing gift on the cross for us, and for what that means for your life with God out in the world. So, grab your Bible, and let's get into it. Okay, before I start episode two, I actually want to take a moment to thank David Morgan. Yesterday, he sat down with me in his home studio where he showed me the ropes of recording. He lent me an expensive podcasting mic, some gear, and he actually showed me how to use GarageBand on my MacBook. Is there anything this guy doesn't know how to do? So I hope you can hear a big improvement in the sound quality in these coming episodes uh, compared to my first episode, which I just recorded on my uh, phone voice recorder. So there you go. I want to drop an endorsement for David Morgan. If any of you out there want to take music lessons to learn guitar, drums, or bass, or maybe even recording, call David. His latest client was Maxwell Jansen, who David taught to play the bass in under 30 minutes so that Max could join the Camp Squia Retreat Worship Band. So hey, if Max can learn an instrument, I think any of you can learn. Give David a call. All right, today on episode two, we are beginning in the Old Testament by reading Genesis chapter three. You might be asking yourself, why are we reading the Old Testament if we're trying to learn about Jesus during Lent? It's actually a great question. For a long time, I didn't know either that the whole Bible points to God's saving plan in Jesus. If you watch the Bible Project videos, which I do and which I highly recommend, I always hear them say, say the Bible is a unified story that leads to Jesus. And it's true. So over six episodes in the Old Testament, I hope that you learn to see the signs of Jesus, God's Messiah, all through his journey with the Jewish people who are our ancestors in the Christian faith. All right, here we go in chapter three. So after chapter one and two have shown us this beautiful creation story, chapter three opens with a mysterious creature, the serpent. And the serpent poses a question and he says, did God really say? Maybe this question reflects, I don't know, maybe your view on the Bible. Did God really say that? Or it's a question, at least, that I think we all face every day as Christians when we're trying to make decisions about doing the right or the wrong or the good or the bad. Did did God really say yes or no to that? So in chapter 3, verse 2, the woman goes on to then have a conversation with the serpent. And uh, he asks her this question of what she shouldn't do. And she goes on to um, make her own changes. She says, yeah, yeah, we're not supposed to eat it or touch it or we'll die. So she's already been changing the words of God. So then in verse four, the serpent just straight out lies to the woman. He says, you won't die. So then we see the woman, she goes ahead. She just gives into her desire. And in verse six, it just says, when the woman saw that the fruit was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and she ate it. She just sort of gave into her desire. And then 
it says she gave some to the man who was sitting there, just like a dude just sitting there who actually knew better. He was the one who heard from God about not to eat from the tree, but he just sits there and sits. And then in verse 7, something stunning happens. It says, the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. Uh, What's going on here? I think it's a different kind of realization. They've been naked all along and yet now they feel shame and they start hiding from each other. And then in verse 8, they actually start hiding from God. So apparently God used to take daily walks with the humans in the beautiful garden he had made. But today the man and the woman are hiding. And in verse eight, God asks this amazing question. He says, where are you? So this is a question that then I would say rings through the whole rest of the Bible. And it shows God's character. He's a God who seeks. He loves us and he's always seeking us. He's always asking you and me, where are you? Come back to me. So then following that in verse 10 to 13, we see the the blaming begin. The man blames the woman and he blames God. He says, well, I I ate it because the woman that you put me here with, she gave me some and I ate it. And then the woman, uh, she blames the serpent. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been caught doing something wrong? Something happens, you know you're wrong, you get caught and you start blaming others. It happens. Well, in verse 14 to 19, God, like a good parent, like our parents all do, he starts handing out consequences. First to the snake, then to the woman, then to Adam. But tucked right in the middle of that in verse 15 is a promise. And this is the first sign of Jesus in the Old Testament that I want you guys to realize. So if I read verse 15, God's saying, I'm going to put enmity or struggle between the serpent and the woman between her offspring and your offspring. He, this offspring, will crush your head and you will strike his heel. So what does this mean? It seems cryptic. But actually, it's very clear. The woman's offspring, who becomes Jesus, comes from this woman, will crush the serpent, who we know to be Satan. Jesus, as we know, will die on a cross in this battle to defeat evil but it's actually a victory that crushes Satan and actually defeats evil. And then it's good news for us because of Jesus's victory, we all share in the same defeat over evil because of the cross. But because of the way it's set up, it's clear that it's actually gonna be a battle. The serpent always will and always has been in a battle trying to kill and defeat God's children. But because of Jesus, we have hope. So near the end, In verse 21, tucked away uh, in those verses, I want to show you actually the second sign of Jesus mentioned in Genesis chapter 3. Verse 21 says, Then the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. So I want to ask you, how do you make a garment of skin? Basically leather. Gave them leather coverings, leather clothes. Well, to get leather, you have to kill an animal. So what we're seeing here is that God sacrificed the life of an innocent animal to cover the shame of the man and the woman. So this pattern of God that an innocent dies in place of the guilty is just a clear and beautiful picture of what Jesus will later do on the cross and something I hope um, 
you guys can now see for the first time and realize that Jesus is mentioned right here at the beginning. So as, as we end, what I always want to do is I want to leave you guys with a question and I want to point you to prayer. So from Genesis chapter 3, here's my question. Are there ways you've been hiding from God? Maybe it's because of some sin. Maybe you doubt God. Maybe you've been running from God. Are there ways you've been hiding from him? Because what God wants you to hear is his question. Where are you? He, he wants you to find him. He's done all the work in Jesus to open our path back to him and he wants us to find him. And then secondly, I want to give us a prayer. And the prayer suggestion I have for you is simply to pray a prayer of returning to God. Just ask his help. It doesn't matter what it is. So ask his help and then thank God for the sacrificial gift of Jesus. So that's how I want to end today. I hope you've enjoyed reading Genesis chapter 3. I hope these few words I've given you have uh, encouraged you and given you something to think about. Thanks so much for listening in today. I hope that you've enjoyed it and been a little more inspired to seek the Lord in Scripture and tune your heart to the ways of Jesus during Lent. Have a great day at school, at home, or with your friends or whatever else you're doing. See you next time right here on our 40 Days with Jesus podcast. Mm -hmm.